Oh, hello. Uh, welcome to episode seven of No Other Crackpod. Hi. Um, what is the crack this week? Well, uh, we're still not decided on crocs. <laughs> so what is the crack? Well, the crocs. <laughs> we have one. So yeah, I thought crocs were a huge thing topic of conversation last week (laughs) and we had a couple of things to fact check and one was the accessories or the charms that are attached to crocs uh we weren't sure what they were called and i think i called them fidgets fidgets. but they are in fact called gibbets gibbets J-A-B-B-A-T-A-Z. And there's a selection of gibbets available. <laughs> yeah, there's like branded gibbets, like, you know, a little like Lucky Charms themed ones yeah. or pretty much anything. You can really personalize your crock. <laughs> if you wish. <laughs> <laughs> and then you had found out some obscure concept related news about crocs. Oh, yeah. Well, we thought there would have been a cowboy crock. But that was a concept, but never came to fruition. <laughs> um, and what else about the Crocs? The oh, there's a Croc handbag as well, actually. Oh yes, I saw pictures <laughs> of that. It's like a almost like a bucket shaped handbag. Yeah, there. Yeah, it doesn't seem very practical now. <laughs> no, well, it, it looks waterproof, but I suppose the holes in it <laughs> don't help. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I haven't purchased Crocs since. But I'm still open to it. Yeah. A lot of people say they just would wear them in the house. Yeah. But, but it's a slippery slope. It is a slippery slope. Mm. <laughs> Literally, it would be a slippery slope. <laughs> if it was In wet. your Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we're still on the fence, but open to Crocs. <laughs> yes. And um, the other fact check then was tobacco onions. Oh, yes. What's the deal with <laughs> why, tobacco why onions? Why are tobacco onions called tobacco onions? I didn't. I don't. I still don't know. <laughs> so basically, it was a a chef in the nineteen eighties. Now I thought they were called tobacco onions like way before that, but they're just called tobacco onions because apparently they look like dried tobacco leaves. They're That's like the only reason. Bright. That's why. the only reason. It's too simple. It's too simple for me. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. Well, that's a good piece of trivia. Yeah, Dean Fearing is the chef. I don't know if he actually... Like, I thought they were, like, all that much longer than the 80s. Mm. But they're tasty. Yeah, they are indeed. Do you ever get the pre-packed ones, actually? Uh, Yeah, I've seen them now. I don't know if I've ever purchased them. Like, what would you kind of eat them with? Uh, just I'd on their just own sit down <laughs> in front of the telly with a pack of them <laughs> some dip <laughs> no like you put them on burgers or or what a steak yeah steak because I cook that every <laughs> yeah that yeah because like I, I've seen them in the shops alright but yeah. I've never had them at home or they're nice in a wrap even you know like if you're making up a chicken oh, wrap or something yeah like a buffalo just wrap. a bit of crunch mm-hmm. some mm. texture <laughs> well now we know and um so this week any interest in recommendations well i thought i'd like redeem charlotte tilbury <laughs> charlotte we love you <laughs> we really do so i was um yeah i was at a wedding at the weekend but i've been using the you know the airbrush flawless setting spray do you believe in setting sprays so anytime I've had my makeup done, the makeup yeah. artist would have used setting spray and then I think, God, setting spray does work, but I've mm-hmm. never invested. Really? Mm. I always would have used the Urban Decay All Nighter. Mm-hmm. And like, 
I remember when I first got it, like, because they're deer in the bottles, but, like, anyone you see then online using it, they're, like, dousing their face. Yeah. But I, I, like, I'm a firm believer in it. The Urban Decay, though, I found very good, but I started using the Charlotte Tilbury one mm-hmm. and love it. And it's called Airbrush Fil- Airbrush Flawless Setting Spray. Mm. Charlotte Tilbury. So you did your own makeup for the wedding and used mm-hmm. that on top yeah, yeah. and it lasted all day. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now, I'd only got it recently, but then I think with daytime makeup, it's kind of... You're not applying as liberally with yeah. the... Yeah. But definitely last it well now with the wedding Oh, that's makeup. good to know. Because um, I always do my own makeup for weddings and things too. And sure, I'm not using setting spray. So obviously then it doesn't <laughs> set. Do you, what, what do you think your makeup wears off? Over the course of a long day like that. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, mine was just like, yeah, intact. Perfect. And then obviously with us chatting about Charlotte Tilbury so much, like my sponsored... <laughs> She's like spamming my Facebook, (laughs) Instagram, everything. But a thing came up the last day and I was like, what is this? It's like a Charlotte Tilbury petty flu. But it was like a little tub. But it was the refillable wonder cream. Oh, so it comes Or magic cream. Why do we keep calling it wonder cream? (laughs) The magic cream. But for the little tub and it looks like a tub of petty flu, 200 euro for the 150 mil. Oh my goodness. And then it was 80 euro for the 50 mil. I'll be sticking with the astral. I'll tell you that. And that was like, you know, you're not, it just literally looks like a yogurt pot. <laughs> oh, she's some neck on her. But any, like, I'm sure people that love the cream, it's grand. Yeah. How much is it with the glass bottle then, I was thinking? The magic cream? Yeah. I think the smallest one you can get is, I think, 65 like euro. Oh, that's really small. Maybe yeah. it's some kind of almost like a trial version. Yeah. Yeah, well, I don't have any beauty recommendations this week as such. Um, I have, well, one recommendation I have actually, it's not lit at the moment, but um, a friend of mine was here and she was just complimenting a candle scent and it's just the Aldi number one candle. Oh, they're great. Yeah, like the Aldi home brand, like own brand number one basil and mandarin candles. They're only like about four euro. They're massive last ages so i would say once a month i always just buy one they're like the joe malone they are like they are just full joe malone yeah and they're stunning like because you know some candles even the more expensive ones that can be kind of overpowering to the point where they nearly give you a migraine yeah <laughs> so i find them to be a brilliant recommendation again with the aldi shout outs but love it and another thing i noticed actually just when you're on about the dupes you know, Jenny Glow used to always do the, yes. <laughs> the perfumes that were like Joe Malone. So actually, I seen them. I think it was in McFadden's Pharmacy in Letterkenny. But they have all the the perfumes, but they actually say on, they have a sticker on the side of them. Maybe they've just done this in the pharmacy and it says what the dupe is. But they don't do the Joe Malone ones anymore. Ah. Yeah, but they do a load of like um, Paco Rabanne ones and... What do you call that other one? Mark Jacobs Daisy and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. For an hour spray Some during the day. A budget spray <laughs> for the during the day. Um, oh, and then just the other recommendations. So I've been very fortunate this week that 
my soap mule <laughs> has returned from the <laughs> Middle East. <laughs> we actually have a, a live guest this week because our friend Daniel is here visiting. Soap so he's in the background. <laughs> um, in case you hear him laughing or anything. Mm-hmm. But Daniel brought back some lovely Bath and Body Works soaps. And like you had, Trish had introduced me to them. And then Daniel yeah. was here visiting one Christmas. And Daniel was went to the bathroom and came out and he was like, oh my God, where did you get the Bath and Body Works soap? And I was like, oh, Trish gave me one. Um, and then Daniel has brought me back an abundance of them. So very excited about this. Yeah, they are amazing. And it's funny because the first time I heard about them was when we were in New York, right? And I was there with four girls from work. And three of the girls were like, they were mad to go to Bath and Body Works. Me and the other girl we were like, what? the fuck is Bath and Body Works we were like mm. right we'll go to the pub and like they went away and they were coming back and they were packing their suitcases <laughs> they had like soaps bits and bobs and like I didn't really get it I was like why, how would you be bothered like for soap yeah. but then I got bit I got bit <laughs> bad but like it's like they're so nice you could drink them nearly <laughs> I know don't drink them don't drink them <laughs> please do not drink at home that's what I was saying. The one, yeah, that I'm using at the minute is Lakeside Life. And every time I wash my hands. You're just <laughs> manifesting your Lakeside Life. <laughs> yeah, I go to a different place. <laughs> <laughs> like a Diane Keaton movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, they're just beautiful. So, I mean, I mm-hmm. recommend them, but I suppose they're hard enough to access. A real converse- conversation starter from the bathroom. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah. They're kind of like an aspirational thing. Um, a statement piece in the bathroom. Um, so, yeah, that's that's my recommendations, I think. And TV Guide, have you been doing much watching? Um, I didn't really watch much TV. And then with being out of the weekend with the wedding and after party, I had to pause bodies because yeah, you it, need it's to heavy. Be, yeah, you need to be all in it's for It's heavy, it. yeah. So we actually put on, and do you ever judge a TV show by their thumbnail? Oh, all the time. Oh yeah, I suppose it's like a stupid question. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. So I'd seen up, did you see Lucifer on Netflix? Yeah, heard of it, but have not seen it. Like what I had in my head was not what it is. Right. So we put it on, like, do you, do you know anything about it? No. no. So Daniel, you were recommending this to me before. Oh, yeah, okay. So. In my head, like you see the thumbnail and it's like this dark looking kind of freaky, satanic picture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And basically, so Lucifer is the devil. Mm-hmm. He retires from hell and he decides to go to L.A. and open up a nightclub. <laughs> oh, my! that's what the concept is. Yeah. Had and no idea. When he's in L.A. and he's like indulging in women and drink and he's immortal and he's like, it's really funny, like mm-hmm. and dark at times, but it's real good watching. Like, like yeah. a dark comedy. Yeah, like it's and I then know. he kind of if you're going to watch it, like he kind of partners up then with the detective mm-hmm. from the police force. And it's just, yeah completely oh different than what I expected Same. and then even oh yeah, I'd started at work or started watching it and one of the girls at work had said to me did you ever watch Lucifer I was like that is mad I was like it's obviously I don't know is there some push you know the way like recommended shows come up on Netflix mm-hmm. so we just said we try it but like very enjoyable <laughs> very watching. easy watching yeah. but like you get a giggle out of it like 
That's funny, yeah, because I didn't think either that Lucifer was light. I, I too, I thought it was just something really like dark and heavy and yeah, a bit no. spooky and. Oh. It's funny, like he's real cocky, like, and he thinks he can get any woman and mm, just like an egomaniac type yeah, guy. Yeah. And oh. the fact he's in nightclub, and then he gets visits then from people from hell and mm. like saying, "Oh, Dad wants you back," and it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm definitely going to watch that now. Yeah. You do, you ju- like you actually do subconsciously judge shows by their thumbnail well, all do. the time. I completely thought it'd be very, very dark. But then when I had it on, like your man, the main guy, Lucifer, is a very good looking, dark guy, but he's an English accent, and I was like, where? I was like. Do I know him from somewhere? Mm. But he was actually in the show, you know, Miranda. Yeah. So he was the main love interest in Miranda. Oh, him. Yeah. Oh my god. Right. Yeah. That's what he's up to. He done well for himself. He did. Six seasons of it. Bloody hell. Yeah. Oh, pardon the pun. Oh my goodness. I know. I'm definitely going to watch that then. Oh, Marie. We did not plan that. I know. <laughs> So no, I didn't, I mean, I did watch some TV this week, but again, I'm conscious of like blurting out everything that I've binged. But what I want to go <laughs> back to is oh. The Secret of Rowan Inish. So remember last week yes. we mentioned that I was going to watch it again as an mm-hmm. adult because I'd watched it as a child and loved it, but could barely remember. So The Secret of Rowan Inish is the Irish movie from 1994 that was filmed in Donegal. Um... So I decided to watch that on Sunday afternoon and Darren and Scout weren't here. So myself and Clara were here and she had a wee mac and cheese and I was like, okay, she's not, she's gonna not going to watch this now, but let's just say. Perfect film food. Yeah. And she was sitting in front of it eating away and um, she got so emotionally involved in it too, like for a 19 month old. <laughs> so like the little girl Fiona was looking for her long lost brother on Rowan Inish and <laughs> she kept saying, you know, at one point she was shouting, she's a wee sort of northern accent and she's like, Jamie, Jamie. And I swear like 40 minutes later, Fiona was still looking for Jamie. It's not really a spoiler. Um <laughs> And Clara just looked at the TV and then looked at me and started going so passionately, Jamie, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> I do have audio of this. I don't know if we'll be able to get it edited in or anything or I'll pop it on Instagram. But she was so, so into cute. it. And just the scenery was stunning. And you know what was so funny? How you were saying that one of the guys from Into the West was in Fair City after. Well, there was a character from Fair City, retrospectively, in Rowan Inish. You know, Leo from Fair City. Do I know Leo? (laughs) (laughs) Leo's about the only one I do know. (laughs) Oh no, and who else? Oh, I could name a few. Anyway, go on. We'll name a few after this. <laughs> okay, we'll do first any bingo after, but um, yeah, Leo. Dolores. <laughs> Dolores. Oh my God. Yeah, Harry. the red hair. <laughs> then Harry cheated on Dolores. The dirty dog. That's right. That was harrowing. I'm distracted here. Oh, stop. Don't. Triggered. Um, so now Leo, uh, the actor that plays Leo yeah. was in Rowan Inish. You know, wow. so obviously pre-first that I'd assume. Um, he played Fiona's father, I believe, in a flashback. Like a big enough, oh, no, it wasn't a big enough role. No, it wasn't. Like, I mean, no, it, it wasn't, wasn't. It was a flashback. It was like, a it was a pretty passionate scene, city. though. Like, he really did a good job of it. The That's movie. how he got the first city gig. <laughs> it must have been. That was his, <laughs> yeah. But, no, brilliant, brilliant film. And it got me to thinking, and I don't know, did you ever watch this movie when you were away? 
I used to watch this messed up dark movie. RTE must have bought it and then just played it over and over again. And it was called Return to Oz. Return to Oz? Yeah, has anyone ever seen this thing? So it was basically meant to be a sequel to Wizard of Oz. And it's like Dorothy is in a mental institution getting like shock therapy to forget (laughs) Oz. This sounds like you were in the DTs. I swear this is a real real movie that my parents let me watch like every other week um, on TV. Yeah, Return Return to Oz. Oz. It is so dark. I would like if any listeners have watched this and need to like start a kind of a therapy group or anything, (laughs) let me know. But um, I used to watch that all the time. It was pretty good. So then it's kind of like Dorothy then escapes from the mental institution and tries to return to Oz. But when she goes back to Oz, it's all like witches and like the flying monkeys. Oh my God, this is triggering something to me. Yeah. I seen a meme about it one day about somebody going like... "Um, (laughs) You'd uh, like, like this if you also had a messed up childhood and it was a, like an image from Return to Oz. Like it's very, very dark when she goes back to Oz. Yeah. Yeah. That, I'm definitely remembering something. Yeah. I don't know. Do I want to go there again? And there's a <laughs> switch and she sw- um, switches out different heads. That yeah, was a really triggering really part bad. and the stones open up and they have faces and oh, oh God. But anyway, The Secret of Ronanish is nothing like that, but it was just yeah. something I also used to watch as a child. I still have The Secret of Ronanish on my list. Mm. I will watch it. Yeah, I'd watch that before Return to Oz. And then the only other thing, like, I just noticed that the Emmy nominations came out yesterday or the day before. Yeah. So there's a lot of good shows that I've already watched were mentioned on that. So Severance that we mentioned yeah, before got like, got like 14. 14. Yeah. That's and crazy. then Succession got loads as well. And another show I love, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, got a ton of recommendations or nominations too. Um, I'm trying to think what else did. But yeah, I never even heard of that last one. Marvelous. Oh, hacks! But we weren't mad into hacks. No, we is don't that believe the hype. It is on no TV. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just to clarify. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's on Amazon, wasn't it? Oh, was it? Oh, because I thought it's HBO. Anyway, maybe not. Well, we'll fact check that. Hacks. Hacks got a lot of nominations as well. Yeah. Oh. <gasps> when is the Emmys on? I think maybe two months after the nominations or a month after oh, the right. nominations so or something. So it's a wee bit snobbier. I prefer the Golden Globes. It's kind of better crack, I think. Yeah. <laughs> More banter. <laughs> yes. Um, the only thing else I was going to mention was Black Mirror. Did you see the lineup for that was announced? Also oh, like oh, cast for the neck, the new Black Mirror. Yeah, for Mirror. season six. No, I didn't see this. So Black Mirror is like... You, you've never watched any of it, have you? Oh, no, I have. I've watched, you've watched a, few. a few. It's like an anthology series and like each episode is a new kind of story. Mm-hmm. So it's easy to like consume because you're watching an episode start, middle, finish. Yeah. But season six, Aaron Paul's going to be in an episode. Oh, you're obsessed bad. with Aaron Paul, aren't you? I'm obsessed with Aaron Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I just think he's great. And Josh Hartnett oh is my also God. going to be an episode. Throwback. So like in the last season... Was it that or one of the seasons Miley Cyrus was in it? Yes, and John Hamm and they've had a few very high Donald profile Gleason people. Yeah, was in one. Yeah, but um, so I can't wait for that now. But yeah, I will watch them. I mean, I can. I don't know how I feel about Black Mirror. Like I watch them. Darren makes me watch them. And I love them. I think they're so. But they make you feel so bad after. And they don't. 
all make it. Fair enough. Some of them do. All right, just ninety five percent of them. There was. That's what I was. I was thinking. Then I was looking back in the episodes, and I was remembering some of the my favorite ones. But did you? You didn't ever watch the one play test, no? Play test. Yeah. What was it about? It's this American guy, and he's like signs up to be kind of a guinea pig in a new virtual reality show or virtual reality game. Like, mm, don't think I watched that yeah, one. It's really well written and smart, but very mm. scary. Mm. And then there's another one. What was the one? San San Juniper. Or oh San yeah. Ju- Did you see that one? Yeah. No, I heard all about that one. Yeah, though. it's really good as well. You yeah. can't really say much about the episodes because they're just Yeah, it's kind of if wild. you try to describe them at all, it's like they yeah. sound too bizarre, but yeah. they do tie up nicely and there's always a really cool message within them. Yeah. Like a harrowing. I loved the one with, um, what do you call him? You know, the hot priest from Fleabag. That's oh, what he, he's yeah. called Andrew in Fleabag. Scott. Yeah. That yeah. episode with him in it is... The hot priest. <laughs> just okay. in case, Darren, give me a dirty look around. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's the white white collar. Yeah. He <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you watch Fleabag? I know, I only seen see isn't that your one from Miranda, no? No, no they always get confused though. It's like a oh, running joke like. that they do. Yeah. They're very like. Yeah. Okay. No. no, I never watched that. Oh, you would love it. I did you see would love it. Especially yeah. season two. You could even just watch season two by itself. Yeah. No. Yeah. But um So that's that's all, all the, the TV stuff. Uh, oh, apart from one thing, I was reading a thing about... Have you ever heard the term EGOT? EGOT? Yeah. E-G-O-T. <laughs> yeah, do you know what an EGOT is? No. Is Am like I a, an EGOT? <laughs> well, not that I know of. <laughs> uh, an EGOT is somebody who's won an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony. Oh, I actually didn't... Is what you call him? I can't ever pronounce his name. Your man that was on Broadway wrote all the I'm oh, really downplaying. We'll fact excellence. check him as well. The only one I know is Whoopi Goldberg. Oh no. But no, I don't know. There's there's Manel? not that many of them. I can't think of your man's name now. Yeah, I'll fact check it. Okay. I can never pronounce it. Maybe somebody can fact you know check your man it for us. Did you see what you call the film that was on Disney Plus there? But the house that sang Daniel, you're the musical person. Encanto. Oh, Encanto. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel knew that straight away. That's a great film. Yeah, it is good. It is very good. The songs are so catchy. Yeah. So it's the per- yeah, the person who was in that or made yeah. that. He might be an egot. Right. I think he got. Well, I'm just going to. I'm going to fact check it here. We'll all have that song stuck in our head now. That Encanto song. Is it about Maybe Bruno it or something? Him. We don't. Yeah. Maybe I'm completely wrong. Anyway, I'll check. <laughs> we'll find out some egots. Anyway, egot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go on, name a few egots. John Legend. John, John Legend, Legend is an egot. Jennifer Hudson. Jennifer Hudson. Andrew Lloyd Webber. That wasn't who I was thinking oh. of. But... Who are you thinking of? Uh, Whoopi. Uh, no, maybe he's not an egot. Mel Brooks. <laughs> Mel Brooks. Audrey Hepburn. Oh, God, there's loads of egots. Yeah. Okay, I'm definitely not an egot. We'll be ready for our next pub quiz anyway. <laughs> so any TikTok teachings or TikTok viral happenings this week? Well, I seen a thing. So when I heard this first, I had a completely different picture in my head. Have you heard of permanent jewellery? 
permanent jewellery? Nope. Okay. So like this started, I think it was a jewellers in New York started permanent jewellery. Now, I don't know what I imagined in my head them like welding stuff to your wrist or something. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, it's (laughs) it's, if you're getting a bracelet, there'll be no clasp on it and they kind of sander it on like. So you can't remove it. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. And they do rings. That'd be they handy. They do bracelets. Do you mm. think it'd be handy? The bracelet one, yeah. Because bracelets always slide off my scrawny wrist. I would feel claustrophobic. I could hardly wear a Fitbit to bed like. <laughs> no, yeah. You know, like just taking yeah, up. Yeah, I suppose. But it seemed to, like it started in New York and then there was a few bits about it. But it seems to be like trending again now on TikTok big time. But um, I was looking up, could see, could you get it done anywhere in Ireland? So there is an opening for any welders out there looking for a bit of a <laughs> side hustle. <laughs> but there's nowhere in Ireland I don't think you can get it done. On, I don't know. Unless Yet. anyone knows. But I seen someone had a post up on Reddit looking for somewhere in Ireland to get this done. And saying that they got a bracelet. They like got it off their grandparent, their granny that had passed away. And they wanted to get it done and they got so much saying, no, don't get it done. If you have to ever go for an MRI, you won't be able to get it done. Yeah. If you're going to have bother, if you're going traveling. That's so, the practical side of it. Yeah. yeah. But like girls are over there in America now and they're just getting. But I wonder what the, what the appeal is. It's just, say, it saves you putting on and off your jewelry. So it's kind of convenience. And maybe I don't if, know. Maybe if it was really. Ex- I don't I don't know it. That's what I don't get it like. Just don't take it off. I wonder maybe if it was really, really expensive too, then you would never lose it. A permanent ring, yeah, they they weld it onto your finger. Weld is the wrong word. But they mold it or something. Yeah. They kinda they can't have it too tight. But that was one of the things on the Reddit post as well, saying that like, you know, after a feed of the drink or something <laughs> and your hands would start swelling. Well it'd be an awful feed of pints for your hands as well. But you know they were like you'd fluid retention. Yeah, if you're a bit times. inflamed or something. Yeah. <laughs> Swelled. <laughs> yeah, if you're on a flight. Yeah. Yeah. It does not appeal to me. Or like you remember when you're younger and <laughs> <laughs> there'd be a ring in the barn brack and it would never fit you but you just squeeze it on and then you're like dad help me get it off actually I don't remember that oh, really? <laughs> <Joking>. <laughs> yeah then the like you know someone would have to get you ten snips or pliers to get it off this was Very like liquid. every Halloween was like never learn <laughs> so, yeah. you tear tear into pieces the brack like yeah where is it you know choking on the damn thing yeah, so, the, yeah, I mean, that was maybe the early days of permanent jewellery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, no. Um, so anyway, it wouldn't appeal to me, but it is. But that's kind of in. been trending on TikTok and yeah. stuff. The, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, the whole permanent everything is just so yeah. trendy at the moment. It is. I find it very committal. You know, it's a big commitment to do all of these, you know, mm-hmm. permanent things. People love to, I don't know. I suppose you could get the the schnippers out as well if you wanted to take it off. But I am sure you could if you had to. Yeah. So on TikTok, um, a friend of mine in Belfast had shown me a really wholesome, cute TikTok account. So I don't know if you've seen it. It's uh, it's called Wardens of Newtonards. No. And it's a the wee department store and up in the north, and they have just the most wholesome TikTok account ever like it'll and what be, do like, they sell like everything 
It's oh, almost like Mickey, Mickey Joe's on steroids. Like <laughs> um, just everything you could think of, they yeah. sell. You know, like homeware and yeah. hardware and just everything. And this in wardens, and so the staff are all like they all seem to love working there, and they all have oh. gotten involved. So like some of the younger employees really pushed TikTok, yeah. And then the older, really well established, good sales people were like, "Oh yeah, we'll give it a go," it's and nice. it'll just be like, "There's a really cute one," and it's just this man who works there, and you know the productions aren't very slick or anything. But he'll <laughs> he'll come busting out a storeroom door, and he there's a wall of clocks, and he'll be like, "Tech." talk do you want to buy a clock we have a new range of clocks so we do here in the summer sale in wardens <laughs> it's just so cute like i would love to go and buy one of the clocks we want a shopping spree to wardens yeah we should we should go like because they've got i think they've got almost like two hundred thousand followers oh my god that's amazing do you know what i mean and it's like it's really good marketing in my opinion mm-hmm. because it's very authentic they're always showcasing the products um yeah. i mean there's an air of kind of humor because like they're not taking themselves too seriously but at yeah. the same time they're not taking taking you know a hand at themselves or anything yeah. i just but thought it was real. so cute it's real. it's real and there's loads <laughs> of articles about them in the belfast telegraph about their ah. tiktok success and i was like fair play to you and wardens <laughs> That was one TikTok account that I'd seen. And then um, it's so hard to describe this one, but you just need to follow at Marcus underscore Keeley. So the same person who told me about the wardens, her husband would be on the comedy scene in Belfast. And he's just a really droll way of going. (laughs) He's so funny. But he just goes to random places like forest parks and stuff. And he went to this like um, kind of it's almost like the Ulster American Folk Park, but it's up in Belfast. And he went there and he done a whole like TikTok tour of it. But it's again, it's a little bit Wardens-esque the way he's describing (laughs) it. And he'd be like, and there's a bar over there and like there's no drinking it or nothing, but it's (laughs) it's lovely. And uh, like (laughs) uh, again, it has like 20,000 likes or something. It's a very funny video. I'll post it on the Instagram. Instagram. That would make me want to visit that place. <laughs> yeah, I want to go there too. Like we could go to Wardens and then go to that folk park. Lovely day out. Yes. <laughs> oh, um, I had seen as well. Now this was on Instagram. I don't want to look at first on Amazon. So there's this thing out. They're called toe pads. Toe pads. Toe pads. Right. Right. <laughs> it's like and again I don't know how I'm going to convey this through audio but it's like it's like you put your toes through holes right mm-hmm. and then there's this thick pad down on the the kind of sole of your foot okay so it's, if you're wearing high heels it's pa- extra padding extra packing oh so it kind of um, keeps it's like non-slip for toes it's, no, it's not non-slip it's just extra packing why? Because <laughs> your feet get sore. Ah, okay, yes, yes, but, yes. So kind of like those insoles. They, they look very strange. Like you stick your toes through the holes. <laughs> Almost like those like 90s man toe pedicure yokes. No, nothing like them. No, it's like a sock with holes, except the holes are for your toes. Oh gosh, okay, we need to put a visual of this <laughs> up too. But they sound actually quite convenient. But then it was saying that you get them on Amazon. And I was like, well, how much will these be on? No, I'm not considering buying them now, but well, I well, could be. <laughs> for for uh, research. $6.99 for six pairs. Oh my goodness. Yeah, there's some people are hooked um, on buying stuff on Amazon. Yeah. 
But like if you can't wear heels or if you get very sore in heels, mm. I'm sure it might appeal to you. Yeah. Might be no good like, but. Yeah. So that was the toe pads. And oh. then I seen, so like, you know, the way the heat wave's coming. Yes. Apparently. Fingers crossed. <laughs> um, Just with heat waves and that in America, there was this TikToker. She's like, I don't know how many views on this video, but it's all these tips to stay cool. Oh, okay. Now you probably heard the main one. So it was like, keep your curtains closed, obviously. Mm -hmm. And then put a bowl of ice under your fan to keep cool. Can can anybody, yeah. Is that true? Yeah. So then they were saying you can get a lunchbox for you. Like it's awful effort, but apparently it works if you're very hot. But that'd be good because and I was we're thinking, not used will I ever to it? get that hot? And then I was thinking, yeah, because it's, we might. Yeah, such a contrast for us <laughs> of any heat at all. Yeah. So, so I was, okay, that's really good. About so, um, a bowl of is it ice water in front of the fan? Just ice. Oh, just ice. Yeah. But they were saying you can get a big lunch box and like freeze a big black ice basically and put it like in front of your fan mm. and it blows ice cold water or ice cold water. No, ice cold ice. Ice. Air. Ice, air. ice baby. <laughs> you don't get soaked like. <laughs> oh, that's a good tip. And then I seen Little had. Did you see the ad Little had up for their fans? No. They always have good marketing. So they put up a picture of their fan. It was like only fans with this like real sweaty uh, emoji. And it was like only fans, just eleven ninety nine. Brilliant. Love it. <laughs> really it's a bit risque as well. For well, little, risque, like, for a but family brand. But not everybody okay. will get it, so they can be risque. Well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> they can own their innuendos. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, so that was the, did I ever tell you the crack then when I was reading about the keep curtains closed? Did I ever tell you the crack when we were in um, <laughs> in Marbella? No. Me and a couple of the girls. And well, you told me crack, to, but I don't know if this is like. <laughs> we'd gone to the Ocean Club, right? So the Ocean Club was on during the day. And mm-hmm. uh, obviously you're like going and you're like, oh, go out early, be home early. So we came back about eight o'clock and like we were, you know, well on it. Like we had <laughs> how many jugs of sangria? But before we had gone out, we put down, you know, the shutters yeah, to keep the rooms cold. So we came in anyway at eight o'clock. She went to bed and anyway, we woke up and we're like, Jesus Christ, half one. Like, couldn't believe we'd slept till half one. We're all up. We're chatting anyway and going in shower. Next thing we realised, it was half one in the feckin' morning. Oh, so you had been in bed for like six but hours. Because or the blinds were down. We thought we had like slept the entire Because <laughs> we're getting ready for a brand new day exploring. Yeah. Like, well, ready to go. <laughs> raring to go. Like, oh my God, they must have been very, very good shutters. Yeah. But you know that the shutters, like they completely black out yeah. the room. Like, yeah. Oh but my we God. We thought we had like slept a. Yeah. Thought it was great sleep. Brilliant. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny I thought you were going to say something there about maybe like mosquitoes getting in or something like that oh for God, some reason no. <gasps> no the shutters worked well okay and any businesses that stood out to you for um, biz chat so I seen one thing and I like I didn't think this was real but then I looked it up and it is real potato parcel did you ever hear of it potato parcel yeah. No. <laughs> so it's this Sounds company. Yummy. This company went on um Shark Tank in America. You know it's like the Dragon's Den. Yes. For America. Mm-hmm. And these two bucks went on dressed as spuds like. Mm-hmm. Big spuds. 
and their company is rather than sending a gift like a card or a personalized card they write a message on a spud <laughs> and they send it <laughs> Right, so they'll I'm put whatever this picture to Daniel you now thanking him for the Bath and Body Works. <laughs> <laughs> a spud. So, like, yeah, you get your message and you can put a picture on it, and they'll send out these spots. They put a picture on the spot as well. Like, yeah, I mean, do they carve they it in or like thumbtack no, a Polaroid it's nearly, like, on? It's nearly or? printed on with special potato printer ink, <laughs> 3D potato <laughs> ink. <laughs> so then, oh and God. that was five years ago, and then I looked. It's still a legit business, but like. People are flat out sending them for the crack, like, and like that. You would think that was an Irish concept, you know, yeah. So- but then I thought, and I had so many questions. I was like, <laughs> Do you cook the spud after? Do you eat the spud? Will the spud sprout if you keep it yeah, for because- sentimentality? <laughs> oh my god, because I hate you know when spuds sprout. Yeah, I nearly feel nauseous when I see those wee sprouts. Well, that's what I'm thinking. You won't be able to keep the spud. In your special treasure box of special items. (laughs) Unless they've kind of preserved, put a preservative of some sort into it. Maybe they do. That is mad. I clicked on then and it said for every, because like they're expensive spuds now. (laughs) Care pinks or something. (laughs) But the most, like for every spud they sell, they actually donate a spud. I don't know where they donate the spud, but it's like, that's what they say on their Instagram anyway. Okay. Every sale equals... A donation. A spud donation. Yeah. That is such a mad concept. Like, I wonder, mm-hmm. did they get their investment and everything in Shark Tank? Obviously, know, if like, they've they grown. Just, like, their their pitch was absolutely hilarious. The two of them on dresses, but it's like, we're not going to make this difficult. We're just going to simplify it. We're going to write a message on a spot. <laughs> we're looking for 50 grand. <laughs> Legends. Yeah. That is very cool. Um... <laughs> My, well, well, actually, one funny one before I talk about an interesting one that I've come across. A funny one now. I would need to fact check the name of the place. And you might have heard of this already. But Dad would have a habit of watching these things on YouTube. He always watches like all oh, the ten, 10 worst ways to die or the 10 fucking <laughs> worst everything. He just loves compilations of 10 things. like and Just even 10. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't really matter what the topic is. So one of them, he was like, oh, watch this, watch this. It was like the 10 biggest marketing fails. And they were actually, it was really interesting. I must try and find it. But one of them was this burrito restaurant <laughs> in America. Okay. Did this marketing campaign, and they said that if um if any of their customers got the their logo tattooed on their body, they oh, could have stop it. free burritos for life. And their logo was bad enough; like it was just something like a a wee cowboy and a ear of corn or something. <laughs> it wasn't nice, let's just say. And like hundreds of people went and got the freaking thing tattooed on themselves for life. No, so then the burrito place had to actually curtail it. So they honoured whoever did it, but they had to then kind of say, okay, like we've stopped this promotion because they talked to their accountant and they'd be bankrupt in a number of few years <laughs> if they kept going at that trajectory. And I was laughing because it was actually, it was a really, really cool idea for generating hype because you would think that maybe just a few extremists would do it and you could I, give them free a, burritos. a bumper sticker would have sufficed, would it? <laughs> it was very hardcore. And um, I was just, thinking that like say if burrito loco and letter kenny did that would you i wouldn't but like darn probably (laughs) would darn would like loads of people would we'll throw throw that out to the no other crack on the pod i suppose from a financial 
<laughs> point, it makes sense like yeah like if you're mad on Fredos and you were getting the rest of your life if you were getting them on a weekly basis say because when we lived in Letterkenny we were getting you know salad boxes and stuff out of Burrito Loco every week so we would have been saving a fortune at least if Darren did it like and he did maybe get me one business probably would need to have like small print and say it needs to be on your yeah, like they just Hedge. didn't exactly. They didn't think about <laughs> like the Post Malone, the terms. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't think about the terms and conditions, and they yeah. also just did not think it would have been as popular as it became. Jeez. So I just thought that was quite fascinating. And then an actual business that I came across this week. Um, uh, I suppose disclaimer: I'm not really working with the business, but doing some little work with the business. Um, no. <laughs> uh, but. It's really cool. It's Kelpman Ocean Blends in Bundoran. Have you ever come across no. them? Kelpman Ocean Blends. So it's really cool. It's a fella, Dave, in Bundoran. And he has basically made um, seaweed plant-based protein. So it's kind of like, you know, like protein oh, shakes, yeah. like pre-protein and everything. And this is all seaweed-based. Yes. So it's kind of like, you know how I suppose a lot of people who go to the gym and everything, they take their protein like before or after. And then people in the surf community actually are into that as well. Because surfing is obviously like Hardcore, very intensive yeah. exercise too, but they wouldn't really be into the whole ethos of like my protein, protein or any shake, of those. Yeah. And a lot of them are vegan. So this is vegan and gluten-free and it's like full of protein and nutrition very very good for you and like really cool branding i just thought yes. it was fascinating to see it um yeah, it's yeah an i just thought concept. it was a really cool concept and it's all built around that surf lifestyle and like the environment and the circular economy and everything of harvesting the seaweed um and kelp and then whenever i was actually telling mum about it she was saying that back in the day you know the carrageen moss yeah um, was so popular back in the day everyone would take it I really did not like it and obviously you could put in a wee bit of sugar or va- vanilla essence to make it a bit more palatable Yeah. but she was saying that years ago farmers would actually be flat out feeding it to cows before the march because they'd be shining and gleaming <laughs> with health if they ate the carrageen moss Really? So I was like, obviously that's transferable to humans. humans. <laughs> so I've ordered like some of the Kelpman that we you can get a, a sprout pack of four first to try it. <laughs> you want um, to look like a good Shirley calf. Look like a fine Shirley bull, <laughs> ready for the mart. <laughs> <laughs> so like I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm down for trying that out. Yeah, God. So um, any other crack? <laughs> <laughs> any other crack <laughs> um, from our, our bible <laughs> so, yeah a trivia so I'll just um, okay I'll give you one point of trivia this is from our Irish pub crack okay. book yes do you know why teddy bears are called teddy bears I do not know why teddy bears are called teddy not? bears I this is a joke or a trivia no it's trivia okay. I was just asking that first I don't know so Teddy bears are named after the American president, Theodore Roosevelt, who was well-known hunter of bears. A well-known hunter of yeah. bears? That so is I so looked, dark. So I looked up the story of it, but he was actually on a hunting, what do you call them? Hunting. Grizzly bears. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> what did they like call it when they go out hunting? Is there a name on that? No, I don't know. On a hunt? I'm not on sure. a hunt? Maybe it's just on a hunt. <laughs> I don't anyway, know. Anyway, it was out with the guns. We can fact check that. <laughs> but it was in 1902 and he was hunting bears. But he himself 
didn't get to shoot any bears. So one of the guys that was out on the hunt <laughs> or whatever you call it, um, he had got a bear. Now, I don't I don't know how this part of the story goes down. He got a bear, tied it to a tree and told Theodore Roosevelt to shoot the bear. Oh. But he thought that this wasn't very good gamesmanship and he said he refused to shoot so the bear. So Teddy refused to shoot it. Yeah. Right. So he wouldn't shoot the bear because he thought yeah, it wasn't, it's not yeah, proper. Not fair game. Yeah, not fair game basically. They let the teddy go. So then there was a cartoonist then at the time had done a cartoon about it of him, you know, letting a bear go free. Mm-hmm. So then a couple who made teddy bears, well, whatever they were called at the time, bears. <laughs> Stuffed plush bears. And they decided to call a bear Teddy's Bear. Oh. Because he showed... Well, he was usually shooting bears, so I don't know. But anyway, he was they, fair in that. He instance. was fair in that bear, so they called this bear Teddy's bear, and then it caught on. It evolved from that. Yeah, there you go. That's Teddy Love bears. It. Ah, that's very interesting. Thanks, Irish pub crack. Yeah, so that's all the crack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that was really good crack. Um, thanks a million everybody for listening and following along. Um, as we say, we continue the crack over on at no other crack underscore pod. Um, that was episode seven. And again, thank you for uh rating us on Spotify. And we will chat to you next week. Bye. Bye bye.